0: John chapter number 20. Look with me in verse number 19. John chapter number 20. Verse number 19. Just got a topical thought, if you would, an exhortation. The Bible says John chapter 20 verse 19, Then the same day at evening, then the first day of the week when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus, stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Well, I can say a little something about that. Uh, I'm glad when He's in the midst of our presence, great peace can be found. This whole world's looking for peace. That's what they're looking for, and they ain't never going to find it. I said it in Sunday school. There'll never be peace anywhere unless Jesus is the one that brings it. Verse number twenty. And when he had said, had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. May we be the same way. I've got a real issue with people who claim to go to church and they leave mad. They leave upset. They leave Hey if you come to the house of God and the Lord steps on your toes, you ought not get mad. You ought to thank Him. Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. At least He cares enough to come by and talk to you. Verse number, uh, verse number 21, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father has sent me. Even so send I you. When He had said this, He breathed on them and said, Unto them receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. Whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Now, I want to focus the next two verses tonight. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Now, I preached from that. You've heard messages from that. If you're not with them, Jesus passes by. You just miss out. I mean, we've talked about that. You've heard that. That's not what I'm talking about tonight. Verse 25 said, The other disciples, therefore, because Thomas had missed out on Jesus coming by, the disciples had something to say to him. In verse 25. They said, We have seen the Lord, but He, that's Thomas, said unto the other, Here it is. Except I shall see. We're going to read the following part of the verse, but that's where God's hung me up. Except I shall see in His hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and and thrust my hand into His side, I will not believe. I've got a thought from this one verse tonight I want to try to give it to you, Lord, to help us. I simply want to preach on this thought. I want to see Him. I want to see Him. Pray for me and let's pray together. Father, we come to You one more time needing You to help us. Lord, what I'm trying to do here tonight cannot be done without Your help. God, I'm a sinner. Lord, I'm no good. I'm weak and frail. God, I cannot help myself let alone these dear people of God. God, I need you, Lord, to feel me like you filled my heart last night. And I begin to read over this and meditate on this thought, how, Lord, you met with me there in my little living room. God, I need you to meet with me tonight. Lord, I need you to meet with our church. And Lord, I need you to change and challenge our hearts to see you in everything we know in this life. Oh, God, help us tonight to walk away not saying we see the man, not saying we seen or heard a good message, but going away saying that we have been with the Lord. Oh God, if you don't do it, it'll not get done. Fill us and use us for thy glory. We ask together and pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You may be seated tonight. I want to explain a few things, obviously. You know from our text this is uh, this is right after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. The Bible lets us know that Mary Magdalene's the first to the tomb. We, we understand that when she got there she supposed Him to be the gardener and then like Jesus does He called His daughter, He called His child by name. And as soon as He called her by name she realized that it was none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And from there... He said, Mary, go and tell my disciples that I've risen again, that I'm alive and I'm no longer dead. So Mary goes down there and she shares the good news that Jesus had got up from the grave. By the way, tonight I'm glad he got up. And she, uh, as she went and told him, said the Lord, I know I missed out. But boy, I swear I am glad for the times he showed up a second time. And he gave me another opportunity to see him and experience his glory. But tonight I want to look at something if I could. Those disciples begin to tell Thomas that Jesus came by. Look with me in verse 25. The Bible said the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. Thomas said unto them, Except I shall see. Now I know what it goes on to say. He said, if I don't see the holes uh, and I don't touch my put my, uh, my hand in his side, I shall not believe. But I'm not going to talk about Thomas uh, uh, being a doubter tonight. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the unbelief of Thomas. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all that. Uh, the Lord illuminated something in my heart this week. Uh, he said, Thomas may have went down. Uh, of time uh, and in the word of God is being a doubter, but one thing Thomas was not content with uh, was the testimony uh, that the demeanor had seen him. Uh, he wanted to see for himself. Uh, can I say tonight, glory be to God uh, that Thomas was not satisfied uh, with their experience, that uh, Thomas won his own? Uh, I'm afraid we're living in a day an hour, uh, and hour where the churches are. Uh, I want to see Him in the Word. I want to see Him in every avenue of life. I don't want to go off what you say about it. I want to see Him for myself tonight. I want to see Him. Without a doubt, rightfully so. Thomas, get your bed around for always doubting, but I'm glad he had a personal hunger to see Jesus uh, firsthand. May I say tonight, don't be content uh, to hear about him from others, uh, but strive to see him uh, for yourselves. Uh, the Bible said, the other disciples therefore said unto him, we've seen the Lord, but he said unto them, accept Uh, May I say tonight uh, we ought to live with that same motto in our hearts except I shall see. Uh, May I say tonight it ought to be your desire uh, to see Jesus uh, every single waking second uh, of every single day. Uh, I'm not content with religion. I'm not content with routine. Uh, I'm not content with reformation and reforms. I can't go off what happened uh, 10 years ago I can't go off the meetings I was in uh, when I was a boy I need God to meet with me now I need God to show up and show off and show out today and I've you need to see him too. These babies need to see him. They don't need to go off what I say. They don't need to go off what mama says. They don't need to go off what Papa said. We need the raw power of the Holy God to fall down in our presence. They need to see Jesus. Got to see, him, but I need to see. Yeah. We can preach about that's a lack of faith. I just think it's a maybe just a small hint of his desire to see. I'm not saying he said, "Except I see, I'm not believe." But I, I gotta focus on, "Except I shall see." Then that's where God paused it in my heart. Hey, we can say all the bad we want, but Thomas had a desire to see God. To, all i That one verse is my thought. I've got some points that God give me not even in the text. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, let me ask you a question tonight. Uh, when's the last time, now uh, hear me, hear me well, I'm uh, don't turn me off, really listen. When's the last time that you had a real desire to want to see Him and guess what? We'll get to see yeah. May I say, when you see Him, there's never been a man who laid eyes on Him that remained the same. You can't see Him and stay who you are. Amen. Yeah. Hey, I'm not trying to harp, but I'm trying to be relevant. That's why there's so many churches in our world Uh, that you work with they walk in uh, and they they go to church uh, uh, but they're no different than the world Uh, they still drink uh, they still uh, party and they still run around uh, and they still cheat deceive Uh, they still dress like the world they still talk like the world they're still fellowshipping with the world uh, and you scratch your head and wonder Uh, some of you may be here tonight uh, and you scratch your head and wonder how I'm going to tell you how they may have been to church on Sunday but they was there Without God. Uh, when God shows up, uh, you ain't got no choice but to bow. You ain't got no choice but to conform. Uh, like the His way uh, and His will. I'm not interested in building a cloud. Uh, I'm not interested in building a bank account. Uh, I'm not interested in starting. sin in mine. He said, except I shall see I'm afraid in this day and hour that uh, we've got so many people uh, being raised just country mountain folks. Uh, they're being raised and they're walking through life uh, of papa's religion or on Mamma's religion or my mama was a praying woman. I'm trying to tell you that ain't going to cut me. Uh, you've got to see Jesus for yourself. Uh, you've got to see your sin hung upon his back. You've got to see your imperfections and your iniquities made being laid to his account. You've got to see yourself as a convict, guilty as charged. You've got to see it as your fault and put the left Lamb of God on a cruel sinner's cross. It was me, O oh Lord. It is me that stands in the need of prayer till we see him and we see ourselves and we see what He done for us it'll never make a difference in our life and in our heart but thank God that today you really see it and you really find out how much he loves you he'll change you, he'll use you he'll have mercy on you he'll help you I'm glad that I see Jesus I'm glad I see Him for myself I don't want my babies to be raised up to do right because Daddy says so. I want them to do right because they love God. Not interested in raising robots. Interested in raising a little boy and a little girl who have a relationship with the God of heaven. There's so many children they turn their back and they Walk out the coalition. I'm just telling you my heart, and I'm I'm gonna do everything in my power to keep this church from ever becoming like this. But they see Daddy and Mama give their life as a pastor and a pastor's wife. They see them give their life to the people of God. They see them invest in the people of God. They see them stay up late at night with the people of God. They see them cry tears over the people of God. They see them spend their money that they know they don't have on the people of God. Every day, every hour, every second, they're trying to give to God's people. And give to the bride. And here's what them little younguns grow up seeing: if you're not careful, they see that the preacher, uh, that their daddy, the pastor, or what have you, has give, give, give. And all the people of God do is get mad or talk about it. All the people of God do is leave and leave him heartbroken. All the people of God do is turn on him because he's standing for right. All the people of God, I'm gonna try to tell you something tonight: you better be real careful, mom and daddy kids have uh, to appreciate and love the preacher not because it's me but that's God's man and if they see you turn on God's man they'll mark her down, they'll turn on God and those people my children, I don't want them to see a bunch of rebels I don't want them to see a bunch of rebellious, uh, wicked men and women y'all to treat me good for me I want y'all to treat the preacher right just like I want you to treat one another right because we're not here for one another we're here for Jesus may our children see Jesus in our walk with God in our walk with the church so many people children grow up and go as far away from the church as they can because their whole life they spend nothing but bickering and fussing and fighting and cussing war after war after war. Hey, I'm not saying I can control it all, but I'm going to do my best to nip her in the bud, honey. I'm going to do my best to keep you from hurting my kids. And I'm going to do my best to keep you from hurting your kids. I'm going to do my best to intervene. Some of y'all don't like that. But I'm always going to approach you and say, you better put the brakes on, sir, before you mess your home up. Before you mess the house of God up Before you turn your children against God or mine We ought to be working together For the common good Which is the Lord Jesus Christ It's not about me And it's not about you It's all about him I just want to see Jesus I just want to see Jesus I just want to see Jesus tonight. I just want to see him I can't do a whole lot of good If I look for Him, I'll never go wrong. I just want to see Him. i got some things God's given me. These are just practical things. These are just life things that I want to see Jesus in. Number one, this may sound simple or shallow, but I want to see Jesus in my life. And I know that covers a lot of things, but I I, I broke it down like this. I want to see Jesus, number one, in my private life. I want to see him in my private life. I listen, folks. I, it's obvious that we don't all know each other on that private level. And really, we shouldn't. Really, it's none of your business how, how things are at home or somebody else. It, it, I get all that, but here's what I'm trying to say. Even in my private life when the church's eyes are not on me. Even when my wife's eyes are not on me. Even when my baby's eyes are not on me. Can I remind you in that private place maybe nobody's eyes are watching but there's one. He's got a record book. He knows every word whether it's good or bad. I want my life. I want my private life to be a life lived that I can see Jesus in. I want it to be a blessing and not to love Jesus. I want my private life uh, to be an area that I can see Jesus. I want my public life. I want to be able to see Him in my public life. I want to be able to see Jesus in my life, in my private life, in my public life, in my personal life. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Him in the way I live. Secondly, I'm going to cover some of these a little more in depth. I want to see Him in my love. I just don't want to see Him in my life. I want to see Him in my love. Let me say it like this. I want to see Him in my love for my family. Both physical family and spiritual family. I want to love my family, and when I love them the way I love them, I can see Jesus. I can tell you the times that I look uh, on Elijah, or I look over at Madison, and uh, they're just sleeping, uh, or even Amy, and I look over, and uh, boy, God will whisper in my ear, I've been good to you. Uh, I've been so good to you, boy. Uh, Man, we're so guilty of not showing uh, appreciation the way we should. I'm probably the worst. uh, i showing appreciation, can I say I want to love them in such a way they see Jesus and I see Jesus. I want to provide in such a way they see Jesus. I want to protect in such a way they see Jesus. I want to do what I can to see Jesus in my love for my family. Some of y'all heard me kind of joking about it the other night. But I whipped, had to give Elijah a whip, and the hardest one of ever give him since he's had breath in his lungs. I didn't have a choice. I had to. I mean, I did. I really had to. He's throwing the worst fit you've ever seen in your life on his mom. Want her to do something, trying to be the boss instead of letting mama be the boss. And I was in there eating supper just that got home from work. I really didn't feel like dealing with it. But I could tell she wasn't gaining no ground. And I just heard all I could take. Oh, Amen. I walked in there and I grabbed Elijah up. I said, son, you're going to have to quit acting that way. Now, he didn't like that. He looked at me and gave me a big laugh. No. When he did, his little britches come down. And his little diaper come off. Amen. Amen. You and did oh. And whipped his rear end. Amen. And guess what I found out? It wasn't enough. He looked at me and tried to hit me back. And so I jerked him up. And I'll tell y'all, I whooped him hard. I mean, I was whooping him hard. Some of y'all don't like that. But that's what the Bible said to do. I jerked his britches down and wore him out. I didn't enjoy a second. He smarted off one more time. Mama can tell you, it was breaking my heart. It was breaking hers. But I wore that putt out. And he looked at me and did it again. I thought, my God, boy, hey, when are you ever going to give up? I whipped him again. He got to the point his little rear end. I was as red as these flowers. And swelling up and welting out. And I thought, my God, would you please stop? It was breaking my heart. I'd have to there on the bed and I held him and I grabbed some of y'all don't like me, I'm gonna tell. I grabbed him by the back of his head and I turned his head. I held him where he couldn't move. I turned his head right up in my face. I said, you're going to listen today. You're going to look at me. I said, son, I said this. Mama can tell you. I said, I love you. I said, I wish to God I didn't have to whip you the way I did. I said, I don't want to, but I love you enough to tell you that you can't treat your mama that way and you came back to her. You can't throw a fit, and the more you do it, the, the more I with you. Not because Daddy's mad, but because Daddy loves you. Boy, I gave him that spill. He hugged me. He leaned in. i told talking. I just walked in like a coon dog, and you know what he did? He rubbed. He held my neck. He gave me a big old kiss on the mouth. He said, "I love you, Daddy." Oh, God spoke to my heart and said how many times that He said. Oh, tell me I love you boy that's why I'm putting you through it I love you, I want you to live right I want you to honor me I want you to honor those in your life I'm trying to tell you I want to see Jesus in the way I love my family I want to see him it broke my heart I looked at Amy she said my heart's broke and I said "Mine is." choice, Amy. Right. By the way, Brother Dax, by the way, and I don't know if we've got the problem here, but if we do, hopefully this will nip it in the bud. Mama never corrected me for how I disciplined him. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. That's right, she never got on me and said, you shouldn't have done that. That's We're not working against each other. Working each other. We're working together for the common good yeah. to raise our baby. That's exactly what I try to do on my own. Mama's on the same page. We want him to see Jesus. You say, what's with your babies come to do with seeing Jesus? I'm going to tell you why. Because if they don't respect you and they don't hear you, they won't listen to what you say. When God, the Holy Ghost, uh, comes by and speaks to them, they'll tell him no too. I'm training my babies uh, in such a way You'll whip them babies. You'll save their souls from hell. I'm trying to tell you this evening that I, won't even, I want to see him in the way I love my family. I want to see him in the way I love my spiritual family. Not just my physical, but my spiritual family. I want to see him, Brother Jim. But I don't know. I really. Though so I was here the other day when I got right here, I was preaching to Jim, and Jim was preaching back to me. Who's here for that? I'm gonna be real honest with you, I don't even know what I said. And to be honest, I don't know what you said. But I'm telling you, I don't know why. But that's been the highlight of my month. And seriously, I thought about it so many times because whatever was going on right there, and I know y'all think I'm crazy, but half the time I preach, I don't I don't know what I say. I don't know what happened right there, but God has reminded me ever since it happened, that there's still people willing and one Bible preacher. Yeah. Yeah. But Jim, you don't know, but man, it encouraged the foreign man. Yeah. It really did. I'm not I'm not just saying it really, really, it really did. Amen. He helped me, boy. I don't have a clue what he said, but it was good. Amen. 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 That's exactly right. You know what that is? That's loving one another. The way God! to see Him in the way I love you. There's been times, some of y'all, you've been mad as far as me. I'll be honest, there have been times I've been mad at you, but ain't you glad through it all that we've got to see Jesus? I can honestly, I can honestly, in my heart before God say, there's not a group of people on the planet that I love more than this place and these people. I love Or go to church. There's somebody sent across the building from them that they wouldn't they wouldn't spray water on them if they was burning. That's not of God. That's wicked. It's unholy. Hey, may I say, as long as I'm pastoring here, by the good grace of God, we're not going to click up. And we're not going to have groups. and we're not going to have secret private meetings and friendships. If you can't love openly, you ain't loving at all. We're going to be in unity. We're going to be in one accord. We're going to have the same mind. We're going to have the same goal. We're going to defend one another. Somebody says something about you, Jack. I'm ready to tear their head off. I'm ready, hey, I'm trying to tell you, I love y'all, and I pray to God that you love one another the way Jesus said to you. That's the only way we'll ever gather. see him. If y'all mad at each other and fussing, fighting and feuding, don't come in here and expect to see him. Yeah, he ain't going to show up. I, I want to see him in the way I love. Yeah. The way I love my family. I was talking to Brother Alvarez. mentioned this, so it's not old news. Or new news. I was talking to Brother Shelby there last Sunday, Sunday before. Just some things. Whatever. I don't remember what was going on there. I told him, I said, Brother Shelby, this is harder Sometimes to live than it is to say. I understand that. I'm not perfect. But I said, man. He was talking about he and Christina going back and forth and whatever. And I said, man, we got to we've got to be careful. We got to show our wives grace. Right. They're not perfect. And I've learned that the hard way myself. Right. have Got to show grace because God told us to love them like He loves us. Right. And I'm here to tell you something. If he brought up every time I failed him, that's all I'd ever hear. If he never forgave me and he held it over my head, I'd never get to him the glory because the only thing he'd be doing is hold me, my sin, over my head because I failed him more than I pleased him. And I begin telling him that we got to, can I say, fellas, we've got to love him and, love, excuse me, we've got to love them, love our wives. If we want to see Jesus in our home, we've got to love, love Jesus. Wives, vice versa. I want to love where I can see Him. I want to see Him in my life. I want to see Him in my love. In my love, I said love for my family. But what about this? This is just things God give me. I'm not. I know I went against everything I've taught our preachers. I told them to preach through the text, and I'm just preaching a verse. I, I, I went against the grain on you, but this is from God. Hey, we got to love. I want to see Him in my love for my family. But what about this? I want to see Him in my love for my foes. That's a hard. Some of y'all still ticked off at somebody for something they did 30 years ago. You can't see Jesus like that. Right? You can't see Him like that. I've got people hate my guts right now. Hate me. I'm serious. Stemming from my teenage years, they hate me. But they shouldn't. Not because I deserve their forgiveness, but God told them to forgive. It ain't, it ain't my business, it's God's business. I'm not saying I'm worthy of anybody's forgiveness, but God said forgive. God said to love. God said to restore. God said to make things right. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, listen, listen to me, folks. You can't see Jesus in your life being mad at all your foes. Love me up like Jesus loves and An old saying, this said a thousand times, but it goes a long way. You don't have to like them to love them. There's people in your life you might not necessarily like, but you ought to love them. Y'all love them and your foes. I want to see them in the way I love my family, the way I love my foes, in my love for my friends. You know what I believe? I believe we ought to be the most loyal people on the planet. What a shame to bring a bad testimony to your name because of your lack of loyalty and a friendship. The Bible said a friend loves at all times. I'm just trying to tell you, Brother John, I would like to consider you as my friend and I hope you consider me as yours. There are going to be some times that you might not like me or disagree with me or what have you. I may let you down, but, but John, I'm asking you the best way I can. Don't stop loving me. Yeah, man. Just because I did something wrong or upset you or maybe, maybe did it on purpose, I'm going to ask you now. I hope it never happens, but love me so you, so you, don't do it for my benefit so you can see Jesus. That's where everybody messes up. They say, I ain't going to love so-and-so because, bless God, they've done me wrong. But what they're doing is robbing themselves from the presence of God in their own lives. You're not doing me an injustice by holding my fault against me and making me your foe. You're doing yourself an injustice because God ain't going to have his hand on you as long as you're hating people and as long as you're bitter and as long as you're having all you was one of them. Amen. I got news for y'all. Give me just a smidge. Got news for y'all. Before you got saved, you were an enemy of God. And He loved you. You were His enemy, but He loved you to death. He loved you all the way to Calvary. Somebody else help me. Amen. He loved you all the way to moratus's cross. He loved you all the way. Every time they spit his face, uh, we all get mad at the Romans. Uh, but I'm going to tell you all something. It wasn't the Romans that crucified him. It was our sin that crucified him. It was our bad fault. It was our life. It was our depravity. It was our filthiness. It was our unrighteousness. They may have drove the nails, but we put his back on. what foe. He loved you. You better love your foes if you're going to see Jesus. I, I want to see Him in my love. My love for my family. My love for my foes. My love for my friends. My love to forgive. I want to have a love to forgive people. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're going to really forgive somebody, you're going to have to love that person. So many people try to brush things under the rug. i got news for you all. Whatsoever is bound on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now I know this can be applied and there's many opinions and many theological doctrinal thoughts on this, but I'm just here to tell you something. I believe that the judgment seat of Christ is going to be a whole lot of pastors sitting down with a whole lot of members that caused a whole lot of problems and they're going to judge, God's going to judge their worst, good or bad, and you better mark them He'll sort it all out one of these God's going to sort it out. Some, some of y'all have been done dirty by God's choice people. And it's wounded you. I've come here to tell you something that I have a broken heart. I want you to love them.